And now, back to Answers for Elders as we honor our military veterans. Carriage is the proud sponsor of our veteran segment, hosted by former Seattle Seahawk, Dennis Boyd. Hi, this is Dennis Boyd again, down here at Patriots Landing in DuPont, Washington. We're here today with Stan Solomonson, and uh, Stan spent two years uh, in the Navy from 1943 to 1945, and then later as a tech sergeant in the U.S. Air Force. Stan, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Stan, you joined the Navy in September of 1943. We're about halfway through World War II. Tell me what the mentality was for there and the reason for joining. And I know there was a lot of uh, patriotism at the time that, you know, that we needed to protect our country. Tell me what your thoughts and, and uh, your actions that, and what they led you to the Navy. Well, our little town in Minnesota, I mean, they were really patriotic and uh, everybody was joining the military. Our town probably had more Navy men in it. And... Uh, Everybody was gung-ho at that age, you know, and uh, it's just one of them things you want to go in. I mean, some of them even wanted to lie their age so they can get in, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, but. Uh, so where was your first station? Where were you stationed? Well, I went to uh, Farragut, Idaho for boot, boot camp, okay. you know, and uh, that's in uh, Athol. Athol, Idaho, just north of Court Lane. Okay. And uh, how that uh, camp was established, Eleanor Roosevelt was flying over it. She says, that's where we're going to be. That's where it's going to build. So that's where it was built. We had uh, six six camps there, and I was in Camp Scott and uh, went through thousands, thousands of people. Oh, I yeah. just... Uh, and uh, had to do everything is outside and scrub your clothes. You had to, you know, and you had to tie them in a square knot. And it was going to challenge. Then you had a hammock too, you know. That's why you had a hammock and your mattress and mattress cover. And then you had the sea bag and you had to lash all that together. Yeah. And uh, everything you owned was right there in your on your shoulder. Yeah. So, light travel light then. Travel light. Yes. That's right. So, uh, uh, which for, uh, what was your first ship that you were? Uh... I was only on one ship, Pennsylvania. Okay. All right. I was a passenger on the Saratoga CB3. Okay. That was the old oldest carrier in the in the yeah. fleet. And what they were doing, they were transporting planes from at Hunters Point in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Pearl and to uh, Wake Island. Mm-hmm. So tell me about the Pennsylvania. What kind of ship was she? Well, it was uh, one of the old battleships. It was a BB-38 and uh, USS Arizona. BB-39 was our sister ship. Mm-hmm. We both came off the same drawing board. And uh, peacetime complement was 1,200 and wartime we had 2,300. And uh, Plus, we had a, a division of Marines, 75. They were the 11th Division. Uh, so as as a, um, excuse me, was that a battleship or, is it, or battleship. battleship? And so what was your duty as part of a task force you know, within the Navy then? When I went, when I went aboard uh, Pensy, they put me in the 7th Division. And uh, 
I come out of boot camp as a fireman in third class. So I went aboard the 7th Division. I went to the uh, division officer and never forget him. He was Lieutenant Bates from Oklahoma. And uh, I said, I'm a fireman third class. What am I doing in this deck division? We all had guns, you know, it's just guns. Yeah. He said, well, if you want to transfer down there, he said, go on down there to the engine room and tell me what you want to do. I went down and got about halfway down. I burned my hand. I just turned around and <laughs> come back up. I said, then I told myself, hey, if we get torpedoed, I'm gone. Yeah. But if I'm on top side, at least I can jump. You got a chance. I got a chance, yeah. yeah. So uh, I came back and told him, he says, all right, okay. So I stayed in that 7th Division in my first battle station, just like Johnny Carson getting a mortuary job, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, I handled hot brass coming out of the 5-inch 38 turrets. Mm -hmm. And, boy, they'd spit those suckers out and about that long and about that big around. They're hot, you know. Yeah. And we wore asbestos gloves and uh, cotton. That's all I had during, during that. That was cotton. your hearing protection. Huh? Right, that was hearing protection. You'd lose it about 15 minutes after, you know, and your ears would ring for about three weeks. You know, from just, and, well, old, old wagon, I mean, that's all we had was guns, you know. We yeah. had we had over 100 guns on board that thing, counting 20 millimeters, 40 millimeters, 5-inch 38s, and 14-inch 45, the big ones, you know. Yeah. And then, There's a reason they call it a battleship then, right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. That, and that's what the kamikaze, you know. That's I got an article where it says the kamikaze hit it. That's who they were after, the battleships, you know. Uh -huh. They could knock the battleships out. And uh, darn close to, if you don't get them, they're going to get you. Yeah. So tell me about uh, your tour of duty on the Pensy then. Okay. Well, after I uh, uh, just stayed in the 7th Division then, and uh, then I went uh, from Hanlon Hop Battle Station, then I went to... Uh, striking for gunner's mate mm -hmm. and you know like what OJT today you know it's uh, <laughs> on the job I, training there yeah right and I've done that for the whole time I was on it till till uh, February 1946 yeah and um, but I was on 20s and 40s yeah we used to have contests on 20 millimeters you know it's a uh, there was fixed ammunition in the 20s and 40s. And they'd be, on the 20s, you had a oh, magazine about like that that they handled 60 rounds. Mm -hmm. And uh, you'd have races. I mean, that's, you know, mm -hmm. there's two incendiary and a tracer, see? So you had a man, and see how many you could do in 60 seconds. And then when you got those 60 in there, and they had to put 60 pounds of tension on it. So they'll, you know, once they get up on the, the gun, then it feeds it. Right. And uh, that's what we used to have. That's contests like that, you know, and stuff, you know. Uh, yeah, who needs a gym? You can just sit there and and, and, man, uh, and yeah. work to operate the gun and get your workout in. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And, uh, and then, of course, when you take on ammo, boy, that's, that's, you carried everything. You didn't have no winches, don't, you know. Yeah. 
everything was by pulley, lowering down in the hatch, and uh, yeah. the five-inch thirty-eight projectile weighed fifty-two pounds. And mm. I mean, you get thousand guys. Yeah, all of the, every deck division. I mean, you taking on stores and ammunition. You know. And, one thing good about being if you were a snipe down below engine, you know, they got in height and they wouldn't have to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about uh, towards the end of the war, uh, you had mentioned that. Uh, well, uh, we came back States uh, March 13th, 1945. We come under the old Golden, Bri Golden Bridge, you know, and, mm -hmm. and uh, that was March 13th. And. A ferry come alongside and took half the ship on leave. I mean, that's how it's still underway. Mm -hmm. And the ferry come alongside and took uh, half the ship on leave, whoever wanted to go first. Right. And then when that gang came back, then the other half went. But I, re I took the second leave party. Mm -hmm. But then when we came back, and uh, then we were at Hunter's Point, which is a big... Um, Repo Depot, or mm -hmm. you know, uh, where they and they did. Uh, we got all our guns replaced from the Oklahoma, all our main battery, mm -hmm. the 14 inch 45s. And uh, I got some picture of that. And if you know, if you just see those slings on there and taking those three big old barrels off, I mean, and uh, you know, uh, it's amazing. But I, um, so I, we stayed there and we departed July 12, 1945. And uh, we went from there to Pearl and then we took on stores, ammunition, and it was getting pretty hot then. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, and uh, we left Saipan for Okinawa. And uh, it, it took us about six, seven days to go from Saipan though. Okinawa, and on August 6th when they dropped the bomb on Hiroshima, mm -hmm. and then on Monday and then on Thursday they dropped the bomb on Nagasaki, and then Sunday we get hit by Jap Jill, torpedo bomber. He snuck in, to this day nobody knows how he got in there, because we were anchored, mm. and they had about, oh, had over a thousand ships in there. And it was getting ready for the, if the Hirohito didn't say, I give up, we were going to, we were all ready to go, you know. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, unfortunately, or unfortunately, well, fortunately, the war is over, but unfortunately, we got hit. And uh, killed 27 in our quartermaster division, you know, two days before the war was over. It's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned you had uh, somebody in the back, Johnny Carson. Was oh, he on board with you there? Or? Yeah, well, if we didn't, I mean, uh, I got a, we, he's in the history book, you know. Okay. And, uh, of course, everybody's picture is in the history book. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you look at it now, you know, and, uh, and of course, you look at him, it's Johnny Carson, you know. Yeah. And big, tall, lanky guy. And... Uh, you know, really didn't, you know, I mean, we didn't know he was going to be a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stan, I want to thank you for your time. And again, thank you for your service. It has been a pleasure meeting you as it has been the other veterans here at Patriots Landing. 
And you remind us of the price that was paid by the greatest generation to give us the life that we have today. And again, thank you very much for that. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a special honoring veterans presentation of Answers for Elders brought to you by Carriage. For more information about Carriage, the website is C-A-R-E-A-G-E dot com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.